0: Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome.
1: Hey, it's Suze McLeod here with the Village Church Q&A podcast. Michael and I discussed yesterday our viruses from God, and today we want to get after the question, why would God allow a
0: virus? Yeah, so whether God made viruses or, I mean, if he made them, then our bodies in a Pre-fall condition would have been able to handle them, would have been no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, or they evolved and and because of the fall, doesn't even matter. Why would God even allow us right. to be in this position? And I want to just I want to say something that I think can help frame this. Mm-hmm. God is individually, every person on the planet, I don't care if you're a baby, I don't care if you are 95 years old, what country you're in, what it doesn't matter. God is always individually doing something. In everyone's life. Always. And he has the ability to put a plan into action globally that personally ministers to every single person or allows him to interface with every single person in a different way.
1: It's one of my favorite traits about him because no human could no human has that capability. And it's one of the things I think that makes him
0: God. Totally. Yeah. It's beautiful. So rather than thinking, God's just mad, up in heaven, blah, virus, right? Mm -hmm. I think we have to shift our brain a little bit on this. Um, If God's up in heaven mad, Mm -hmm. okay, he's saving most of that for the end times. We're going to know this isn't the end times. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's always the end times to a degree, but this isn't it. (laughs) You'll know. Maybe it'll start tomorrow, but at yeah. the time of recording, <laughs> right? I mean, again, these are all snapshots at a certain point in time. Right, right. Maybe that'll happen. This is a, I mean, even if the whole world got coronavirus, it wouldn't even match the level of pandemic and pestilence that the Bible talks about at the end of the world. There's yes. going to be a much worse virus yep. that takes over the world at that time. We're not there. That being said, rather than getting in your brain that God is, rah, mm-hmm. every person is being. If you're a follower of Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit, God is doing something in your life. Mm-hmm. This is being used by God to make you more like Jesus. Your security, your comfort, uh, your anger, your frustration, um, your politics, all, all the stuff that's getting riled up. God is up to something in your and, life. And
1: you and I talked about that. Even in one more week, we're going to feel different. We're going to see different.
0: Yeah, we asked the question. What have you learned about yourself in this? And I'm like, yeah. well, here's what I know now. But a week right. from now, we're going to be like, what? There's totally. even more. Yep. So here's what I, I can tell you two things. I want to talk about Christians and then I want to talk about non-Christians. Why? God is intent on making you and I more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. If, jo- if God can take Job, a good man, mm-hmm. and allow his life to be brought to almost nothing, mm-hmm. He is free to do that in our lives. I mean, by the way, when you come to Christ, you give, not that he really needs your permission, but you give him permission. You say, whatever you need to do, my flesh is your flesh. My body is your body. My lifespan is is for you. Everything. It's all Doesn't for you. does he say,
1: take my yoke upon you. Learn yeah. from me, yeah. for I am lowly in spirit, humble yep. in
0: heart. My burden Christ is light. T-
1: yes. Christ tells us, come yep. after me. That's part of following Christ.
0: Totally. He is making you, I I would put it in two different categories. One is making you more like Christ, drawing you more to Christ. Mm -hmm. So the net result that God wants from every hardship is more like Christ, Mm -hmm. closer to Christ, Mm -hmm. period. Now that's if you're a Christian. Mm -hmm. If you're not a Christian, there is one net result that God wants, and that is for you to come to Christ. Mm -hmm. And so everything God is doing or allowing, I guarantee you, Guarantee. I, I would put everything I will ever own for the rest of my life, all my comforts on the line for what I'm about to say. It's a big deal because you like comfort. Tons of people are coming to Christ in Amen. droves yes. because this is bringing them to the end of themselves. Yes. Good. There will be people not in hell by magnitudes we can't even imagine because of this.
1: Hmm. So powerful.
0: Why? Our end is ease. God's end is Christ'-likeness and salvation and nearness to his people. We we're, were talking before we got into the studio mm-hmm. and, well, no, before we started recording, technically. Yeah. And I made the comment, probably if church is shut down, we're three Sundays for sure, we're not going to be in the building, right? Yep. It could go, right now we're looking at up to maybe two, two months, months yeah. or more or less. We just don't mm-hmm. know. And I made the comment. Forgive me for this. This might be terrible and sinful, but I'm just being, you know, we try to be super honest yep. with where we're at on things. And Say it. So week one, our, our giving actually didn't change at all. I'm so proud of our church. Thank you for that, by the way. Just unbelievable. It's faith, deep Our faith. staff are working their rears off. 18-hour days, some of them just, just doing everything they can to mm. make sure you have everything you need. We can adjust to this new virtual world. That being said, I said... My guess is we'll probably have a hundred less people at our church per week when this comes back. Like we're kind of starting back from from like we'll have our core, right? And there's and, and eight weeks of no church is yeah. it's really easy to get used to. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so
0: like to get people kind of to like reengage in that rhythm. Mm-hmm. But you know what it's doing is it's just kind of like showing us mm-hmm. what everyone's made of,
1: yeah, in is. a good way,
0: yeah. The wonderful thing I love about Village is so many incredibly solid people. I mean, the Mm -hmm. moment we were able to be back, they'll be back, you know? Yeah. Their heart is aching for corporate worship, to be with the people of God and to— That's a good ache, by the way. Yeah, it's a good ache. And there are some who don't have the ache. You know what I mean? It's just not in them. It's just—they're just— they, they're there because they know they should be or maybe they just started coming they don't have connections yet and so I get all that and I, I don't really have a lot of judgment for any of it it's one of the beautiful things about there's so many people in different places in their spiritual growth etc and uh, that's very beautiful and then my thought was there'll probably be like a hundred less people and your mm-hmm. thought was there might be a hundred more you know right, what I mean right. because what if the online um, experience allows us just to connect with people that we never well, would have before
1: not even that what if this means people are coming to Christ right? because they are broken they don't have anything in Else to turn to, and now they're going to go. You know, I need to get to church. Yep. Wow, I need to go into a church. I yep. need to, f- and where our opportunity is just incredible to minister the gospel. Yeah. I hear that there's evangelism going on on the streets of China now right. because of what happened, and that's illegal.
0: Yep. God is above law. Amen. And my big thing is, why is God doing this? This is actually, I got to put this in context. If this was Ebola. Mm. Okay, if this was some super virus, we'd be we'd be having very different conversations. The fact that it's coronavirus, okay, it's a respiratory virus, right? Yeah. We have hope, yeah. We're gonna be oh, fine for sure, you yeah. know. But there are gonna be a lot of people who lose their lives for sure, their mm-hmm. businesses, mm-hmm. their income, their homes. Like stuff's gonna happen. It's not gonna right. be great, and the fallout is bigger too. It's not
1: just that maybe you get corona and you live through it. Yep, it's that maybe somebody has a heart attack. And they're alone at their house and nobody knows. It's those types of experiences that are
0: also affecting numbers. Absolutely. And at the same time, God is up to something individually. And so in my brain, I'm trying to get myself out of this global view of things in the sense of, God, why? Well, you know, I'm just saying, what are you up to in this person's life? Every person I interface with, God's up to something. They have fear. They have anxiety and God wants every person to come to him and to cast their burdens on him, mm-hmm. to carry his yoke, which is light. And and that's, what, that's how I'm just kind of processing this is like, you know, um, my job is to give my burdens to him so that I can help other people give their burdens to him. Am I doing that great? Not all the time, (laughs) trying. I'm going to read this verse,
1: Pastor Michael, in Matthew 16, 24. It's been, this is a heart verse, right? We're going after the heart. Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gained the whole world and forfeits his soul?
0: Mm.
1: Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? That just for me is like, yeah. what's in your heart, Suze? You need to give it up yep. right now in Preach. the name of this and just follow Christ
0: completely. Amen. Well, the church friends who are listening, I know we have people listening kind of from all over the world, which mm-hmm. is really beautiful. Remember, God is up to something in everyone's life, including yours. Mm-hmm. If you're a Christian, he wants to make you more like Christ. That's probably going to happen by exposing some of the things that aren't really aligned, mm-hmm. but he's also going to affirm in you the things that are like him hear the pleasure of God over you and the affirmation of God. A good dad encourages his kids. God's a good dad and he has a lot of encouragement for you. Uh, The other part of it is he wants to be near you. So lean into him, run to him, pray to him. Uh, You have a lot more time right now. So prioritize your prayer life. Uh, Listen to worship music. Like think about ways you can lean into God. The Mm -hmm. spirit is with you always. So lean into that. And then remember every person you meet, God is summoning them to himself. And we get to be the voice of reconciliation and, and tell them God loves you. Um, hey, how can I pray for you? Even people who don't believe in God are not going to say no to you praying for them. Ask them and uh, pray that God draws them to himself because that is what he is up to. And he may just be your next door neighbor, your friend. This just may be the thing to put them over the edge. What's also interesting is that the church rises up and, and, uh, and, and the apostle Paul and uh, Jesus both make reference to that our good works mm-hmm. when they're visible to other people make them want to give glory to God yes and so God's up to something and this is where the church rises up we lean into God we rise up together the world sees it and God I guarantee you this is saving people every second of every day in this process it's amazing